now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 525th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my uh, very frigid co-host. We've got none other than Seth Vilo. It is actually remarkably cold here. I think it got to like 60. Uh, and, uh, and Linian. I can't. I'm looking at my thermometer and it says 12. I I can't handle you. <laughs> I'm like right in the middle of you two right now. It's like 40 today. It's actually kind of toasty for winter right now. <laughs> yeah. I was I was getting really excited because they were forecasting snow for Christmas Eve for like uh, last week. And then this week they were just like, yeah, there's no snow. It's going to be 50. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. My favorite Christmas memories sledding in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's just uh so I, I was just like yeah it'd be really cool to get some snow but uh hashtag global warming whatever um welcome to the puckle podcast nature said no <laughs> this wasn't nature puckle of course stands for the <laughs> pokemon underground champions league and nonsensical name we came up with in 2007 where we talk everything pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between and boy are we gonna have fun for you guys this week we're a little off schedule this day today because there were some holidays and sorry but not sorry <laughs> you're getting a show like between christmas and new year's be happy uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> most podcasts wouldn't be this nice to you uh so we're we're giving you that special episode uh, or they do something weird i don't know like interview one of their friends randomly who's never been on before and just end a, a long-running joke for no reason to be fair, it was very funny. Um, we built it up for a year, and there was a conclusion. So it was worthwhile. Also, we still talked about Pokemon. I mean, it's no different than other podcasts that just bring on wrestlers and stuff like that to talk to them on their Pokemon podcast. So, Hi, Ryan. You're a wrestler now. Congratulations. Hi, Ryan. You're a uh, wrestler. I mean, I've got other friends we could do this to, okay? We could do this. Are they also could, wrestlers, or is there? Other we can make all of Thatch's friends into wrestlers. I yes. also don't know why you guys are so weirded out about me having my friends on the show, and that's literally like the foundation for the show. Oh no! It was just a very. It was just a change. You're only allowed to have us, <laughs> no others. <laughs> like I literally have other. Like I like that's how the show started. Like Sycamore and I lived in the like down the street from each other. <laughs> like <laughs> that's how I we did the show, and then like. After that, there was Sarge and App, and they, they literally lived... Sarge lived in my room for a short amount of time of my life. Uh, you didn't know that, but he did live there. Yeah, exactly. He found evidence later. We lived in the same room. No, he lived in my room. We didn't share a room. He just lived in my room. That's what I've decided. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely something to... I don't know. Yeah. So, like, we, we've done that for years. But what have you guys been up to? Seth, it's been forever. It has been. I missed my my last one because life happened. Um, I mean, yeah. nothing much. I've just been, you know, working, boring, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. How's your TCG prep going though for like your your championships? It's actually going really well. I went to a local tournament. Uh, I talked about it in I think the TCG 
podcast the other day, but I went to a local tournament that had about 70 people. Well, yeah, I, I was going to say that dropped today, but it, it dropped. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but but it's also, this comes out on Monday, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I did really well at that one. I got into top eight and then got oh. put against a counter deck round one of top eight, so that was a bummer, but. Womp womp. Did really well. Mew is super fun. I heard Mew is uh, kind of centralizing right now. Not centralizing, it's just popular. It's just popular, okay. It's, it's just the best deck in format. Yeah, for sure. It's new ADP? No, because that was centralizing. That kept things like single prize decks from existing. Mew is just yeah. very good. That's fair. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'm into it. I'm into it. I've only seen like things uh, tangentially because I'm... I'm thinking about doing like a series of videos or something where I play TCG and learn how to do it, but mm-hmm. I think I would need your support probably. Heck yeah. Just to help me like learn the decks and figure out what to say. I'm still hell bent on going to worlds this year, so I'll help you how I can. We should do that. We'll talk to, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> and we can get something because if worst case, it's good practice for you to like yell at me. What the heck are you doing? What are you doing wrong? This is what you should be doing. Okay. <laughs> Great ball before you VIP pass, you idiot. that's exactly it that's what i'm saying man it could be good it could be good uh what about you lydia anything anything fun going on i uh finished my second to last semester of school yeah and then uh my mom decided she wanted a puppy so that's pretty much what i've been doing (laughs) (laughs) Mm, puppies everywhere yeah i mean it's uh, the, we got the dog. His name is Samo, and he is the mellowest dog I have seen this young. Yeah. Just wants to do nothing more than just kind of like lay by you, follow you around, and maybe play a little bit. Just, just pretty chill. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. Yeah, we ha- we had to go somewhere for like an hour, and it was like the first time we'd left the dog alone. So we just kind of like put him on the pillow. We're like, hope he doesn't get barking. Hope he doesn't get upset. We come back, the dog has moved maybe about two inches and just kind of looks up at us. Yeah. That's not a bad <laughs> wow. dog. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh. I started playing Unite again this week. I picked nice. it up for the first time in like two months. Uh, I did it. I decided my goal in life is to get the Santa hat. And <laughs> okay, so fair. I'm going to go work for it. I'm very, I'm, it's not too bad right now. Like I've only played like three or four days. And I'm, all I have to do at this point now is just like continue to log in to get like the 10 day login bonus. <laughs> to to get the rest of the points to get the Santa hat, so it's not too bad. I, I would recommend. I also bought Dragonite because he just came out this week. Nice. He's actually not too bad. Like I think I think that's something that I could main as like an all rounder. Uh, for those of you at home, I typically Snorlax. I did play one rage inducing match of ranked earlier today, <laughs> um, and that's the only ranked match I played today. <laughs> Is there any other kind? Uh, yeah, when you play with somebody who can actually lane with you. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind, I don't mind, like, so, uh, Kaneda and the community and I are pretty good in top lane together. Like, we, we understand how each other work, and we understand, like, how to play. I mean, it's one of those things where if you play well enough with a team, you know what happens. Uh, like, like, if you were to play, like, a real sport instead of Pokemon Unite. So it was, it's definitely helpful to be able to just be like, oh, hey, you go do, we, we have like our plan, we, our game plan, and we know how to help each other. We know each other's weaknesses and how to compensate. So with, with Kaneda and a couple others, like I'm pretty decent. Hmm. Um, and we synergize pretty well in the kind of, in the kind of stuff in our play styles and stuff like that. So it's, it's the start of the Puckle Unite team, you know? That's a weird way to say that you have a lot of people who can carry you. 
But uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not true. I'm I'm just a really good defender because nobody ever wants to play defender. So I'm just I just got good at defender. Mm. Mm. So I I'm actually pretty I'm a pretty decent Snorlax. I'm also better than the average bear. So that also helps uh, in more ways than one. Because Snorlax is kind of a bear. Yeah. Well, bears aren't very good at video games, so I'm not sure that's as big as you think it is. Uh, the Chicago Bears have the Super Bowl shuffle, though. They're barely any good. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty decent, though, and so are they. So Canada's pretty good. He plays a lot. Near plays a lot. Claude plays a lot. But you can get in with a, with a lot of them, and they'll play with you. Mm-hmm. But we just need a we need a consistent fifth. That's all we need. Hello. No, I don't know. <laughs> I just picked it up again too. Seth Lake, I volunteer's tribute. Yeah. I played Dragonite though. Dragonite was a lot of fun. I want to get good at Decidueye. I would love to see that happen. I don't know how it works. I think Dragonite's uh very good. Uh, the way I view Dragonite is he's kind of like he's like Cinderace but an all-rounder so he's a bit bulkier. Uh, okay. Oh, is, is he an all-rounder? I thought he was an attacker. No, he's an all-rounder. So he he's pretty decent. I, I'm a big fan. The only thing that I had a problem was I, I got him on launch day and on launch day, Pokemon Unite. Apparently, this is a thing because like Joe Merrick went on a huge oh, rant yeah. about this. Broke his moves or something. They like didn't that. input. They didn't put the moves yeah. <laughs> like the names of the moves. So like you're just like Dragonite attack underscore five five zero one. Yeah. Dash dash this. And I was just like, I have no idea what this move is, but I'm going to pick it. Too. <laughs> So that was that was pretty funny. Joe Merrick went on a big rant though about how something something ruining the game, something something. Yeah. Life is awful. Something something I can't believe a Pokemon game would release unfinished. Something something. <laughs> they, they quickly fixed that one though, like within a day, I think. Yeah, within a day for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there now. So it's not a big deal. But yeah, I really I really like Dragonite. He he's a I I'm a big fan of Unite Dragonite. So it, it, that was a lot of fun. I started doing that. I also, uh, I don't know if I talked about it on the show recently, but I, I actually, uh, I bought a really expensive mod for a Game Boy Advance, like a stupidly expensive <laughs> mod, okay. uh, to convert it into a console. <laughs> huh. You, you get like a Game Boy motherboard and then you have to like solder some ribbon cables and stuff. Then it gives it an HDMI output <laughs> so that you can HDMI output all of your Game Boy games. And it's such, it's a super clean signal though. It's, like, really huh. clean. I'm a big fan of it. Hmm. Uh, so I've been doing that, and I've been playing, like, Pokemon Silver and stuff on it just to play around with it. You do have to buy, like, a Super Nintendo controller, though, which I did not own any of. <laughs> I can't even pick... Are those the ones that look like you need three hands to play with them? No, that's a N64 controller. I, the okay. Super Nintendo controller is the dog bone. Oh. what they call it. Those. Yeah, it's a dog bone. Remember when we just accepted that controllers sucked? Uh, no, because I played the GameCube. That's true. That has the best controller design I've ever experienced. I think that's the best controller design, period. Like, the only thing that I think the GameCube could have used is an extra Z button, and then that controller's perfect, which they have done in, like, the newer versions that they release, because you need two Z buttons, essentially, to be equivalent to, like, a modern-day controller. The only thing I don't like is that Nintendo is just like, what do you mean analog triggers should exist? I don't care. (laughs) I care, I care because it, it prevents you from playing so, like a lot of racing type games because you need to have that analog control to be able to ex- control accelerations and stuff like that. But that's just me. Yeah. It, it's more that I would like to only have to buy one console to play all the games I want to play and not buy multiple consoles. <laughs> <laughs>
Amulation is a path to some powers. Some consider. Uh, yeah, I just don't like playing. I don't like playing like GTA on PC. I'd much rather sit down and like on my couch and do it. Well, I don't like playing GTA, so we're <laughs> guess well, it's fair. That's fine. Uh, well, on that note, uh, let's go talk about some news because I think some things happened in the news. Maybe there's at least one thing I wanted to talk about. So let's let's uh, kick it on over and cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. In the news, there's some things. Uh, BDSP 1.1.3 came out, so it updated that. It moved all the uh, cash values, I believe, for uh, for things like PK Hex, so that took a minute to update. It also uh, made it so it asks you if you want to use a repel again instead of just asking, hey, want to use another? And you're sitting there wondering what the another is for a second. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, that was terrifying. <laughs> Okay, cool. I mean, I think those are the only notice of notable two things that it fixed. <laughs> it also made Registeel's sprite less controversial. Wait, what? Yeah, so uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Registeel used to, like, have, like, the Nazi salute in its sprite. <laughs> well, it was just kind of standing with its arm up. It looked, it could be interpreted to have a Nazi salute. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there was any other bugs that were fixed, though. I'm sure there were. Uh, there were a couple other small things. Uh, some of it was, like, dupe stuff. Uh, well, I guess now we can actually move on, Seth. Yay. Uh, the eighth episode of Pokemon Evolutions has released, I think it was, like, today or yesterday that we're recording. Yes, it was. It was. It comes out on Thursdays. Yeah. So, today, haha, it's got Green and Trace racing to catch Mewtwo. Yeah, I, I didn't want to remember Trace existed. But this uh, unfortunately made me remember. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess moving on then, uh, Lenny, and you can take this next piece. Yeah. So in video game battling news. Uh, the- no, you forgot the orchestral theme. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, something, something official, almost six minute orchestral performance on YouTube. Cynthia's team is going to be part uh, is part of it. I like music. I think it's cool I like that they're music doing it too. Kind of orchestrally, too. I like it. I'm excited. I just think of the Pokemon 25 album and how that was a waste of time. Eh, I liked that, too. It's no 24-hour stream of Glimwood Tangle, but I like it. I guess in video game battling news, though, if you want to test your luck, uh, they have an online competition for it. It's BSS-style metronome battles. You can only bring Pokemon that know metronome because you can only bring Pokemon with metronome. Uh, so get ready for get ready for fun. It's going to be dumb. I can't wait for some poor guy on stream to get hit with in prison. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the number of Pokemon is surprisingly not large. Like, I don't even know who you bring. I, I like Gengar, Desnor, uh, and like something that's decent mix. Like, I don't know. Is, are Mr. Rhyme stats okay? Just do Dusclops with Eviolite, right? They're fine, I guess. Uh, is Dusclops in it? Yes. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could bring both, because why not? There's only, like, seven Pokemon in this meta. I don't know. I'm bringing Miltank. I'm gonna do this, just because it's gonna be dumb on stream. I feel like Grimmsnarl would be very good. It's got roughly equivalent attacking stats, like... Uh, I feel like Inteleon would work okay, if that's your criteria. 
And Talion's probably fine. It just doesn't have a lot of bulk. And it doesn't have an ability that helps it, really, unless you're lucky. Uh, well, test your luck here, Seth. Exactly. That's the name of the tournament for a reason. Whoa! We did it, team. We made the joke. We figured it out. Ah! Uh, does somebody want to go on about this Pokemon Go news? Sure. Uh, for the fourth year in a row, Heatran will be a raid boss in January. As will Shock Drive, Genesect, and Regice, and Mega Aerodactyl will also be released. Community Day is the much-requested and anticipated feel on January 16th. No sarcasm there at all. Uh, the research will be Onyx with Mega Steelix energy to get. To be fair, we are in like late game. We are in like late game Pokemon Go. Sort of, kind of ish. Give me Volcarona, please. This is late stage Pokemon Go. Late stage dystopian Pokemon Go. Well, it's where, it's where it starts to get, like, sad because, like, they don't have anything left. And they've been hinging themselves solidly. This is for Ryan, by the way, because Ryan got mad at me for not saying Pokemon Go is a dying game. Because, like, the only thing they've done that's new or different in, like, the past three or four years has been, like, we put new Pokemon in the game. And, like, that's it. And they're running out of that. <laughs> Tell me one thing they've done in the past, like, three years that's new. Well, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you there. I know there I know there is stuff, but just the fact that I can't recall it kind of speaks volumes. Well, it's all stuff that doesn't necessarily keep player attention high. Like, oh, you can now level up stops. Yeah. Cool, yeah. that doesn't give me anything to do. But I mean, like, it's it's fine in a sense because it is still a good functioning game. I mean, you don't really necessarily need to add new things to games that work. Other than the Pokemon themselves. Well, I think the thing is they just people run out of goals to hit. And at that point, you just, your attention craters. All right, keep keep yelling out the other things that are on there. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much else. There's a January event that includes things like New Year's, something called Mountains of Power, which is based on the mountains of Johto slash Sinnoh, and a Kanto Power Plant event. Yeah, that's like that part happens. of it. Like, I think they're trying to do like magical <laughs> things uh, or like mystical things in Pokemon, probably to lead up to... And they came up with a power plant? Yes, because where else are you going in Kanto other than like Cerulean Cave, which is overdone. Gen 1 sucks. Da-da-da-da. Said it. Kanto is, like, actually a really boring region. Uh, Johto outshines it, even, comparatively. Like, Johto sucks more. I don't agree <laughs> with you at all. I think Johto has much more character. Other things in the news, uh, Advent Calendar's over for Puckle, so that, uh... And then, also, Puckle surveys are out, and if we hit uh, 200 responses by the end of... What did I say it was? By uh, the end of the year, December 31st, we'll do some shiny giveaways for BDSP. However, I think right now we're currently only on like 160-ish responses, so you guys can do it. I believe in you. Just click the button. Go fill it out. You got this. I believe in you. So on that note, that's everything in the news. We're going to kick things on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Thank you for that intro, Mark. 
We are going to go ahead and jump right into it. Our first question today is going to be from Liger. What is the only legendary Pokemon that has two standard abilities but does not have a hidden ability? Uh, Heatran has a hidden, I want to say. Yeah, it's Flame Body. Um, two stand legendaries with two standard abilities is already like a threshold. Um, it's the Ladai twins, I feel like, because they have Levitate and Levitate, or am I confusing it with Flygon? Well, those aren't two standard. Yeah, okay, yeah, they don't take occupy two slots. Flygon does, because the previous evolutions have a hidden. Yeah, just fun fact. Um, uh, it's not anything in Gen 8, because those just only have Dauntless Sword and Shield, and then uh, Urshifu yeah. just has the one, everything else just has the one ability. It's not anything um, Gen 2, is it? Um, Unless it's like the dogs? No, they have hiddens that were changed later. Um, okay, yeah. Um, Gen 5. I don't even think it had any legendaries that had multiple abilities. I can't yeah. think of any. Uh, Volcanian, no. I'm trying to think of the mythicals. Do mythicals the... count as legendaries? Do mythicals count as legendaries, Thatch? Are they under the same umbrella? Sure, but it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Noted. Um, because some people say, like, no, a mythical isn't, a, it's its own thing. All rectangles are, you know, all squares are rectangles, not all rectangles are squares. I'm stalling. Uh, yeah, I'm completely dry on this. Um, I can't think of any that even have two abilities. It's not that on its the, own. Not any of the Gen 3 boys. You're going to kick not, yourselves. I probably am. If it's Heatran, I'm going to be mad at you, Seth. <laughs> I mean, no, Heatrans is hidden. I know that. It's okay. it's Flash Fire and Flame Body, and it was a while before Flame Body was released because Smogon made a big deal out of it. The genies, the genies are uh, not alternate. I'm gonna need an answer. No, wait, are no they? Ha- but no, are those they're, hidden? Yeah, they're, those are they dream hiddens, abilities. Though. No, they have hiddens because there's oh, they- Sheer Force and Sand Force. Oh, okay, I d- I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna need an answer. Duh. Uh, 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 sh- say a Pokemon's I, I name. Latias. Latias is incorrect. Yep. The answer okay. is Zygarde. Zygarde oh. can have huh. both aura yep. break aura or break power, or construct. power construct. Yep, 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 yep. So there's I your answer. I forget that that's not a hidden, it's just, it's a, just a standard ability. catch method. Yep. It's an unlock after a hundred pieces of yep. bacon are found on the ground. Yep. So there you go. I'm not kicking myself, but I'm disappointed. I slightly <laughs> am because he's on my chart. He is on your chart. So, so I'm stupid. All right. So you guys are 0 for 1. This next question is going to come to you from Farmer Fox. And uh-huh. Farmer Fox wants to know, which generation introduced no Pokemon with gender differences? Uh, Would you count gendered evolution as a gender difference? Mm, I believe that would count because they usually have a difference in the, de- in the design for the Pokemon that evolves. Uh, no, I'm yeah, gonna, but Salandit, for instance. Uh, no, we would not count difference. that. We would not count that. That's not a gender difference. That's an entirely separate Pokemon. So not uh, Gen 5, not Gen 1, not Gen 2. Not Gen 6, because that has the lion. Yep. Uh, gen not 3? What's no, in Gen 3? No, because Gen 3 was uh, pre-Gen 4, so there's no way they didn't change things. Um, Gen 4 went and just added it to like a million things, so it's not Gen 4. It has to be Gen 5 or later. And I know it's not Gen 5 because of the Pringles can. Right, exactly. Gen 6 had the the lion, like you said. Uh, uh, Gen 8 has, uh, Psychic Normal in Didi. Yep, 
That's a that's a gender difference. So just sure. by process of elimination has to be Gen 7? Or 3. I'm trying to think of an example in 3. No, to- Metatite, for instance. Like, if it's before Gen 4, they went back and added a lot. I know. I'm just trying to think of one for 100% confirmation so I feel better. Uh, but- Metatite. It's ears. Yeah, there you go. Gen 7, then. Gen 7 is correct. The other, uh, another one for Gen 3 for you guys is Blaziken. Blaziken has, like, different wings. Oh, yeah, Torchic single pixel. That's right, too. Yes, that is true as well. <laughs> that is true. But, yeah, everything else, like, has one. So there you go. All right, so you're one for two. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question. You can recover here with a point. Woo! Your question is going to come to you from the Purple Knight. Its X entry states, for some reason, it likes to land on people's heads softly and act like a hat. Who's that Pokemon? Swablu. 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 Swablu is correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird entry, I will not forget it. It sticks out. I remember that entry, too. Like, as I was reading it, I'm like, oh, come on, that's the easy one. Yeah. The platinum entry is, it can't relax if it or its surroundings are not clean. It wipes off yep. dirt with its wings. See, if you had said that at first, I wouldn't have gotten it. No, no, the hat one, I definitely agree with <laughs> I you. Know? I was just like, oh, that's Swablu. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would have gotten the hat one. This is the second one. Easy peasy. All right. Oh, wow. The, I should have gone with the other option I had. That that one's a lot creepier. Um, Okay. So that's two for, that's three for three. Your next question is going to be worth up to three points. There are, okay, I'm going to like or Uh-oh. take the one off about Time Magazine. What? <laughs> Do you want it? Do you want to? Do you want it? Uh, he'll no, take it off if want, I ask. We it. want to understand what that could possibly mean, which is very different. Time Magazine's Pokemon of the Year. If you give me the, if you if you get clarification, that is going to be your question. That is how this no, works. No, uh, we're good. All right, this one air. is from Sly. In Pokemon X and Y, the champion Diantha has a very diverse team of Pokemon. However, a fun fact about her team is that each of her Pokemon has the highest stat unique to them. Their highest stat unique to them. With this knowledge, huh. can you name which stats are the highest in each of her Pokemon? You get a point for every two of them you relate to correctly. You get two strikes and then you're out. So, like, she's got six Pokemon? She has six Pokemon and each Pokemon has a highest stat that is unique to them on that team. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The highest stat of that Pokemon is the highest stat of that stat on the team if that makes sense right okay i think i, mean, I get it, it. kind of does so if something it's has just... like 120 speed um that is its highest stat and no other pokemon on the team has a higher speed stat okay. than that right gardevoir special attack yep yeah you're locking that in gudra for special defense are you yep. locking, this locking in? that's, that's in. two that's uh that's one point for each then she's a champion so she has both fossils so probably tyrantrum attack are you locking it in that is correct. Uh, I was more asking Seth if he's okay. That is correct. I'm trying that to you locked think, it in. Yeah. I've decided. Okay, so that's <laughs> that, correct. That's three, that's three of the six. And Aurora's, Aurora's I think, special defense. Or no, because that's Gudra. HP. That's Gudra, so HP for HP. Aurora's. That is correct. That is two uh, points. I'm trying to remember her other two Pokemon. One of them's fast, and one of them is um, defensive. Uh, um, did she have the bird that you hate so much? Halucha? No. Wait, wait, I don't know. I don't think so. I think she let it. Possibly? I, it's been so long, I, I don't have a good memory. I mean, it's it's also just fast, so. It's 116, so I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, we could do that. I, I'm comfortable with locking it in. Is that faster than Mega Gardevoir? Yes. Then, sure, might as well. Haluche is correct Halucha for speed. speed. Uh, and there's one more Pokemon. 
I have no idea what this Pokemon um, is. Um, uh, good defense you have the of Gen hint. Six boy, and we've gotten a well, question wrong. So, so yeah, we can't cash in. We'll use the hint. Seth likes this kind of latte. <laughs> oh, Gorgeist. <laughs> Seth there we likes go. this kind of latte. What the yeah, heck? I got it. <laughs> uh, I had to like come up with these hints on the fly. Okay. <laughs> you could have said it's a trade evolution. You could have said. No, I like no. what he said because we got it immediately. <laughs> yes, that's the answer. Because uh, honestly, the hint is just how can I tell you the answer without telling you the answer? Okay, exactly. And so, okay, yes, it is Gore, guys. So you guys got three points there. You guys are six for four. You have one more question, and it is the base deck question as always. Woo. This one is going to come to you from G. McGee. What bug type Pokemon has the highest base special attack of all bug type Pokemon? Um, highest special attack? Ferramosa comes to mind with 131. Volcarona beats that at 135. Um, Frozmoth is one. It is garbage. It doesn't beat Volcarona. What's Ferramosa's? Uh, 137, you said? 131, I believe. It might be 37, actually. Is That's a prime number. Uh, but I think it's 131. It's, it is 151. Um, I, it might think, be 127, though. Um, I think both of them are 131. I'm pretty confident for Faramosa. I think on they're that. 137. Because I remember, because I'm trying to do the math. Because it's it's like sub 40 defenses, right? It's I think they're 50, uh, 47 each. It's not 35. That's Deoxys. It's above 35, but I mean, I think they're like around there. What are other? So big- Faramosa would be 137, but there might be something higher. Uh, yeah. Trying to think of other big, big, big bad bugs. Genesect is 125-ish, I think. 120. No, it's 120 for both attacking stats. Um, um, there's no other legendary bug, is there? Or, or Ultra Beast bug. It's not Buzzwool. Pheromosa and Volcarona are the big ones that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think if there was something else. It's not Yen Mega. That's like no. Wait, there 16. is, there is, there is, there is. Um, um, um. Oh boy, Electric Vikavolt one forty five. Yep. I was trying to think. I was like, why did I remember? It's like Gen Gen Seven had so many weird bugs. Yeah, Vikavolt one forty five. I think that's the final. Vikavolt with one forty five is correct. The answers. Ooh. The answers for the follow ups are Faramosa with one thirty seven. Yep. Okay. Volcarona cool. with one thirty five. Frostmoth with 125, Genesis with 120, and then Yon Mega with 116. Heck yeah, I had almost all of them right except Ferramosa. What up? There nice. You go. <laughs> wow. Wonderful. Yeah, so you guys got seven points today. That does change up the standings because nobody was on the board except for Claude. Oh, really? Someone won? Oh. Dag nabbit. I knew I should have come on last month. Crumbs. It's all your fault, Seth. It is. In first place, we've got Claude with eight points. Tied for second, we've got Lenny and Seth with seven. Everybody else is yet to get on the board. Curse you, Claude. So that's where we are right now. <laughs> that's the score. If you want more Puckle Pokey Quiz, uh, tune in next week. Yay. Where I'll get more points. Yay. Aha! Aha! <laughs> all right. So on that note, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey, would you like a green Tauros badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be getting them out once we hit $850. We're going to be getting those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. 
So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is build your own spinoff game. Today we're going to go through, we're going to try to build a wonderful Pokemon spinoff game that you all would have asked for for Christmas this year, but unfortunately did not get to because we hadn't designed it for the Pokemon company to steal the idea for. And this game comes, this this show comes out after Christmas, so even double whammy, huh? Boom. Uh, so Game Freak can go ahead and ask, uh, can steal the idea and make it, or not Game Freak, but maybe TPCI more specifically, because Game Freak doesn't deal with the side games, typically. So, so the answer is just Pokemon Coliseum, episode done. We're good to go. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I get. I guess the question is, what genre would we like to see a Pokemon spinoff game be in? What genre? It's like we got we got like the picture taken with Pokemon Snap, like which I guess is its own genre of real shooter, but like you're not actually shooting the Pokemon. You know, one game came to mind, and we're kind of thinking of this topic off the off the cuff. Yeah, obviously, um, dear listeners, That's the point. like. We came in blind, like we don't know what we're even thinking. So let me formulate this idea aloud with you, dear listener, right now. <laughs> I have gotten really into the League of Legends game um, Team Fight Tactics. What is Team Fight Tactics? I have no idea what that is. Have you ever heard of an auto chess type of game? I know chess. You have a few seconds to set your board, drop a couple items here and there on your various team members. In the case of TFT, it's... League of Legends characters. Okay. But it could be, it's a, it's a type of game where you set them out and then they go fight and it, you have no interaction after the battle has started. And it's just how you placed your units, what units they are, how leveled up they are, what items they have attached to each one of them. Is this like super mobile or how, in what way? It's, it's on, it, it's, it is mobile capable. Um, there is a TFT yes. app. It is also on PC. Like, if you open up the League of Legends client, you can do it on the computer and do it that way, too. Mm-hmm. It's adaptable in that way, cross-platform currently with its form. I would love to see it on Switch, but uh, that's just me. I, I don't understand exactly what's going on, though. So, like... Yeah, it's it's hard to explain verbally, too, so I guess I didn't pick the best topic. So, uh, <laughs> let, let, me, let me kind of explain. So, basically, it is a board... It, it's... You set up a board over uh, 10 to 15 seconds, after which point uh, two armies will interact. You didn't see what they set up. They didn't see what you set up. Kind of battleship E. Uh, and then the AI runs what would happen based on the items, effects, and gear that you set up in your short window mm. of time. So you're not nudging things. You're not really... You're, what you're doing is you're setting it up and then letting something happen over a, a, a window. Um, I think it could be interesting. I think it would work best. It wouldn't work to me well as a spinoff because I don't know how you structure anything through and around it. Yeah. It would have to be like the Pokemon TCG RPG where it's like, aha, and now we battle. Dude, okay, but we should get that. Okay, the Pokemon Yeah, that would TCG. actually probably work better because we've had a lot of like Yu-Gi-Oh games since then yeah. kind of break in through the whole... How would you do this? We, we, we've solved a lot of the problems I think the original had. Oh, to be fair, Yu-Gi-Oh stopped doing that too for a while. Mm-hmm. Or they still have stopped. Now it's just, you want to play some anime matches, right? It's yeah. Like, okay. I really want, they, they used to be called like Yu-Gi-Oh World Tours, right? And uh-huh. I don't think, I don't think one's come out since like 2011, at, like a proper world tour. And that is disappointing to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the game that I want requires just a little bit of explanation. Does everyone oh remember Pokemon Reburst? Yes. Oh, Actually, yeah. I do. Uh, but you should probably remind people so they know what it yeah. is. Yeah. So Pokemon Reburst was a, um, I don't want to say ill-advised manga, but it was one that never found any reception. Uh, but it was a manga in which people, like, had capsule costumes. I would think, it, didn't they, like, fuse with the Pokemon? Yeah, that, but, yeah. like, it on. wasn't, it wasn't, like, they had these, like, basically, like, sync crystals that the the Pokemon were in, and they would, like, fuse with the Pokemon and get a, um, combat fursuit, basically. Yes. And, uh, they would fight. And I just think that could be really, f- if you want to do open world Pokemon, don't do it with the trainers. Do it with this weird thing and then just remake Saints Row 3 or 4. I don't know that it would have been uh, adapted well uh, or it would be no, received it well. I counter your statement with Luzamine. <laughs> I think that Gen 7 was very good in the way that they had Pokemon interact and become more than, uh, like they had bosses in Yes. In, in yeah. Sun and Moon, which wasn't really something we had seen before in Pokemon. And I, I would say to a lesser extent that happened also in uh, Sword and Shield. But like Gen 7 was really the one that like pushed it forward. And Lucimine in original Sun and Moon, fantastic, by the way. And that is a, it's a shame that that was something that they kicked out of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Mm-hmm. I, I think they could have. Yep. I think there was room to have kept it uh, and still had like the the arc for uh, still have the arc for Necrozma. But whatever. It's yep. fine. Oh, wow. That was kind of a cool thing, though. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was definitely very cool. I, I don't know. I, I could totally see something like this working to some extent, but it would have to be, I don't know, it would definitely have to be spinoff. I think the only issue I have with it now is I could totally see this working as something on like a DS title, you know, where it's kind of like pixely art and everything. And yeah. you get like these really cute references. But now with like full 3D on the Switch, I could see people being like, mm, no, not for me. <laughs> They also, like, that starts to make it almost human-on-human violence, which I don't really think we see a lot of in the Pokemon franchise actively. We might see it implied, uh, like in, like, the good old Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, it is implied that I punched you kind of thing. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong in in that, that, uh, but I don't know. It's definitely an interesting concept, because, like, you could pull out, like, very JRPG things, because they did something very similar to that in, uh, what's that, what's that game that came out? um fire emblem it wasn't called fire emblem it was some something with like the uh, oh, pop idols uh, and fire emblem uh tokyo mirage sessions yes, fe sharp yes <laughs> yes what? a name so stupid i have it memorized this game came out on wii wii u so that's probably why nobody's heard of it it does really release on the switch recently though called tokyo mirage f uh fe sharp and so it's literally i believe it's persona right <laughs> it, it, it's um it, it's not like persona uh, it's, no no, no, no. Uh, shin megami tensei Shin Megami Tensei, which yes. Persona is a spinoff of. So there's, it's a Shin Megami Tensei game, which is just a bunch of like, you know, high school Japanese students. Um, and it is a crossover, uh, with Fire Emblem. Uh, not a very good one in my opinion, but it's not just your opinion, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it, there, it's a crossover with Fire Emblem though, where each of these characters in the Shin Megami Tensei universe, like, kind of merge with a fire emblem character fire emblem character in quotes because it's like they just decided to make these designs and then they just like slap fire emblem names on them <laughs> it, it, look it's not a great game but it could be better yeah uh, what we're saying is you could do it better with pokemon <laughs> okay 
you could do it better with pokemon yeah because you could just be like oh yes this pokemon is my partner but i use zekrom's power to do something cool and for 50 seconds i'm dressed like a zekrom and i'm gonna go to a convention (laughs) i i don't know you could probably pull something off like that though huh i i could totally see it based on based on just that game on tokyo mirage sessions you could totally pull off reverse that way I I feel like Pokemon is one of those is one of those properties where you kind of you can do whatever you need and it's going to be fine. You just have to keep the fantasy in mind. Like you have to know why you're putting something on it. Yeah. Um it's it it's somewhat difficult to explain, but there are some games where like the you can't just put a coat of paint on something and have it expect to stick. Like, no yes. one is going to go and play um, a puzzle game based on uh, Grand Theft Auto. It's just not necessarily through line. Like, the branding isn't why you engage with that. You engage with that for the mechanics. Pokemon. I think you're hitting on... The well, paint can work. The, the paint can work, but I think you're also just hitting on what makes, like, good spinoff games in general for Pokemon. Because if you look at the ones that people praise the most, outside of, like, Mystery Dungeon, which I, I would... I would dare to say isn't just a Pokemon coat of paint. They do a very good job world building and making sure it's very Pokemon-esque mm-hmm. in Mystery Dungeon. But yeah. like, if you think, but like, people are just like Pokemon Ranger. That's what it is. And the one that really gets me all the time that I don't quite understand that people like was like Pokemon Park or Poke Park. I don't think people really liked that. I've never heard anyone praising it. I've heard people be like, yeah, I would love to see one of those again. And I'm just like, I don't know. Would you? It was a cute place to store your Pokemon and quote unquote check on them as if they're no, no. Actual. You're thinking no, of Pokemon no, he's Ranch. Talking Poke- oh, yeah. you're thinking Park of Pokemon Ranch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Ignore me. Poke Park Wii is a very weird game that makes right. no sense to me. What you know? What that's the answer right here is not Poke Park Wii, but just making a Mario Party game. Yeah. Dude, yes. Oh. Absolutely. Yes. You do Pokemon Party. No, no, no. This is the, no, 100% the answer. Cause literally this, all you okay, want. Okay. This is what we're going to develop here. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Literally all you want. I, I mean, I've talked about this game before. Uh, I've talked about how all they need to do is just develop like a Pokemon Mario party. Because if you think about the best parts of Pokemon Stadium one and two, it's the mini games, hands down. It is the mini games. Uh, and those are all solid. So you need, just need to come up with an excuse to make mini games. And what other better one than to play Mario party? I mean, I don't think it's that much of a stretch to do either. No, it really isn't. Mario, the Mario Party people or like just the Mario universe people have been more open to inviting other things in. Like if you look at Mario Kart 8, you can play as Link and Isabelle. So so wait, wait, you mean like an actual Mario Party? Uh, You could do that. I think it would be better just to make it like slap perfect Pokemon. Like don't even don't touch any other franchise. I'm just saying that we make a Pokemon Party. Yeah, no, Pokemon Party uh, needs to exist, and I wouldn't change much other than, like, you make the boards themed after cities in or you famous could, you locations. You that, or you oh, could even just, good. yeah, like, some locations, like, Lavender Town could be the one spooky board yeah, and the one Gen 1 board that you need to give to, and then you you just get, you get, like, a reasonable amount of boards is, like, six, so you just don't do any boards from uh, Kalos, and it's fine. Skip Johto and Gen 5, because they're awful. Uh, you could do, you could do, uh, Lumio City. Lumio City, I think you could do, would make a decent board. Yeah, you could do it like Koopa's Tycoon Town, actually. That could yeah. be. Yeah, you could do Lumio City very it. easily. Um, you could do every single generation, I think, very easily. Kanto and Johto still won't be one board, and everyone will rage. <laughs> Why can't I go from the Johto board to the Kanto board to in the, the same board. game? 
Oh no, that's how you see if you want to cut down because you you uh you don't want eight boards because that's what they did in the first Mario Party and they sucked most of the time. Oh well, okay. So I'm I'm still trying to make a realistic Pokemon game. Okay, you can't place certain Pokemon avatars on the Gen Eight board because they're stopped at Border <laughs> Patrol. <laughs> oh no, no. I just think if you you straight up just did the different boards and then you just had it where like. The, the playable characters, you don't need too much because they don't need to be distinguished other than the models. And, like, they reuse models aggressively anyway. I don't see yes. why they can't just do it for this. No, no, you absolutely could. I, I think, no, you do that. You make, like, eight, eight really good boards. Uh, I think you could do eight. I think you realistically do eight because you, you just borrow a lot from Mario Party. That's all <laughs> you do. Okay. So you do, you do, um... You you literally you do, have the Mario uh, Party Lavender team Town? build this. You literally have the Mario yeah. Party team build this. In collaborate. Like, even put Mario in. I don't care. Make it happen. <laughs> Mario and a Pikachu. The Mario Party team isn't anything like special. Like they just do these kinds of things, and you just go, "Hey, let's do a Pokemon one." And they're probably like, "Yeah, that sounds fun." And then we got put all, all the stadium mini games in. We've already got sixteen of them made we, for you. We just as long as we keep the Animal Crossing uh, well, amiibo festival people away. And then, yeah. and then what you do is you uh, you make it Pokemon Home compatible, okay? Oh no! <laughs> you make it Pokemon no. Home compatible. No, 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 no! You'd pull a Mel Metal, and that's the only way to get a certain Pokemon. No, please that's, don't. Wait, no, we fixed Mel Metal's evolution. You just have to win the story. You mode have to import it into Pokemon Party. <laughs> <laughs> like Battle Revolution used to give those codes, right? I really hate Mel Metal for a lot of reasons. Uh, like the fact that uh, the fact that Meltan doesn't evolve with like a Thunderstone really upsets me. So Agreed. what you do is you have the the hidden board. Uh, everyone's like, "Oh, it's going to be Galar." No, it's Go Pokemon Go Fest is the secret Stop. last no. board. No, <laughs> Stop. where you must amass four hundred Meltan candies and then no. you evolve a Meltan. It's whoever can get the most candies, not the most stars. Oh no, oh no. I I think you will. You could do that. I mean, you could even do something. Uh, as stupid as like making a digitized version of like the pokemon master trainer games but like you fix them to make them not stupid that'd be a good app <laughs> that would be a good app i feel i feel like that wouldn't be bad if you were to digitize that i, I don't think it's the end of the world because like master trainer is is mm, a slog we we found this out on stream recently i heard from some people not your stream but other people who have played it it takes like eight hours to finish a if game we of master had been trainer. playing like the most aggressively uh instead of uh, actively trying to end it yes it might have taken that long but we took about four hours i think six is realistic if people aren't agonizing and can like think through their turns pretty That's quickly still far too long oh no uh, it's awful i'm not saying i'm just saying that eight eight is a slight exaggeration especially ba i heard gen twos is much better though it is but it's also less fun overall because uh they they made the mechanics just less chaotic, so it's just kind of boring. You just mm. do the thing that makes you win. I mean, you could totally do that though. You could just you could you can make those a game, and I'd be okay with that. Pokemon Master Trainer Party. Pokemon Master Trainer Party. Have have a time. There it is. You could be a trainer instead, and then you can take the Pokemon that you collected during the game and import them to Pokemon Home. Pokemon Home. <laughs> uh... Available for a modest subscription fee. <laughs> this is what Pokemon Home should be, by the way, okay? Pokemon Home uh, 100% should just be connecting to everything. Because we can't, you, I mean, if you can't catch them all in, like, the mainline game right now, 
and that imports directly so to Pokemon Home. So we get 60 playable characters, and it's just the missing ones from the deck. That perfect. Imagine being able go. to watch Cough Egregious walk in its horrifying way across the Pokemon party board. Oh, I board. hate that. <laughs> yes. If you haven't looked up how Cough Egregious walks, uh, it, it's do from it, one of the I'm Mystery sorry. Dungeon games. And oh. the anime. Yeah. It does in it in the anime, the anime too. too. It's just as bad. Oh, no. It becomes a oh, quadruped no. in the anime instead of bipedal in no, the No, that's worse. Dungeon. That is much worse. It's terrifying. It's great. That's perfect. That a ghost type is supposed to be terrifying, Seth. Yeah. Okay, so Mar so so Pokemon Party. We've got we've got the Lavender Town board, the Gen 2 board. I, I feel like you could either do like Olivine City area, or you could do just like No, you know what you do? You do you do, you do just like brass tower. No, you do like brass yeah. tower. You just do the tower. You could even do uh, both of them. You could do yeah. uh, Bell Spread and, and uh, Brass or Brass yeah. and Tin. Yeah, I think that's – well, one of those is burned down to the ground, but it, it's fine. Well, yeah, and then it's just a hole that you go around or through yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no, that's exactly what you do. Done. Uh, Gen 3 would be uh, – I don't actually know what the best Gen 3. You could do Sutopolis. Uh, maybe Lily Lily Cove could be fun. I think Sutopolis is better. would be good. I think Sutopolis is um, better. Yeah. Then, then Gen 4 is obviously do uh, Mount Coronet Spear Pillar. Yes. Spear Pillar. Uh, you get the Azure Flute item and you could play it and then go to the Hall of Origin. <laughs> get bonus stars. Gen, Gen 5. <laughs> um, do you do the Pokemon World tor- uh, Tournament? No, because you want something that was in both black and white and black and white too. It would be Castelia City. Yeah. Well, if we're doing... Well, but we can't do Castelia if we're also doing Lumios. Okay, then we don't do Lumios. No, you don't do Lumios. You do, uh, you do, oh my gosh, uh, well, cause Gen, whatever was the problem, uh, Gen 6 is very memorable. And there's, uh, you don't do in, well, so Gen 5, you do, you do, uh, Castalia. I think Castalia is much better than Lumios. What you do for Gen 5 is you do, I'm, I'm looking up the no, name so of the Gen city. Gen 6? Or Gen 6. Uh, what you do is you either do Anastar with the Sundial, or you do, uh, Laver City, which is the one that's like all, uh, all woodsy. You could do Pokemon Village as well, that post-game area that has, like, the Mewtwo cave. Uh, yeah, that one's not as bad. That, I, I think that one's kind of boring. It's just a deep cut. Boring. I want, I want one or two deep cuts, you know? That would be a good, that would be a good deep cut. <gasps> yeah. Or the mirror cave, or the cave with all the mirrors and stuff. Oh, that's true, too. Uh, you can have people, like, battle you in the middle of it and stuff like that. You know what? You should collect. You, you know what? I'm thinking more about the master trainers, and I want to change the rules of this game. Okay. Ha. <laughs> okay. So I still want mini games that are based on Pokemon that you play just for funsies. But I want you to be a trainer that's going around the board, and the and the goal isn't to collect stars, but instead of stars, they have Pokemon that you catch. Yeah, you you hit encounters. You're you're building a team. You're building a team. Okay. You hit encounters instead, and then like there's random trainers across the board that you have to battle sometimes, uh, and you have to like beat them to get like coins and stuff. The thing about party games, though, is anything like that is going to eat, is just going to be time that one player is playing and other people are sitting. I think what you do is you catch. You can do it very auto, where it's just like one Pokemon and a dice roll. And then you Here go. Here comes the TFT element. There it is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think more practically what you could do is uh, not instead of battling throughout, you just have the encounters. And at the end, each Pokemon in that area is worth a different amount of points. Maybe. And you just like... Whoever catches the most rare things wins. Maybe. Kind yeah. of thing. Gen 7, you can do literally anything uh, because it's different than everything else. Yeah, except you can't do... Just please don't do anything on Pony Island. It's not bad. It's just the least representative. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I think I... 
Gen 7 was good in that way. They were just it, I think that's why I think that's why Gen 7 worked better than Gen 8 in my opinion. It's just like the region was much more unique. Yeah. For a board, I think I would do either Brooklet Hill. That's not a bad or, one. Or um the Golf Resort. Yes. I think the resort's better cuz where else is there a resort yet on our maps? No, nowhere. You could have like a little mini game where like you you have to like <laughs> eat the pukamuku back to sea. That's like there one of the, Perfect. Uh, the green spaces, you know, yes. where they had the Perfect. little event. Yes, 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 yes. yes. 1000% yes. And then Gen 8. I guess you just say the wild area. Glimwood Tangle. Glimwood Tangle. Glimwood Tangle. All games last yeah. 24 hours. Stop it, <laughs> Seth. Stop it. <laughs> I do like the wild area though, or like maybe the crown tundra or Isle yeah, do DLC here. <laughs> you know, Isle of Armor would be really cool if it, if Alola wasn't also there. But yeah, crown tundra, we don't have another ice area board. Mm. How many diglets can you find? That has a, that has so many. Um, crown tundra would have so many like built-in event spaces, like the yeah. Reggie Rock Temple or. Uh, yes. At the top, you can sometimes, instead of having, like, an Absol encounter, one of the horses shows up, and it's like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Everything's slippery, or everything's sp- spooky. And, yeah, like, yes. you, like yes. that has a lot of, like, really interesting inbuilt events. Yeah, I like that a lot, actually. Okay, TPCI, you hear us. Boom, there it is. Pokemon Party. Pokemon Party. This is what should come out. This is what they're going to announce on uh, February 27th. When we don't get Gen Nine, calling it now. So, so we get what we need a name. We can't. We, Pokemon Party is one thing, but if we're doing this like vaguely Master Trainer, what we do is Pokemon Master Traveler, Pikachu's Master Traveler Party, Pokey Earth <laughs> with Sonic and Knuckles, with, with Sonic and Knuckles Three, with Knuckles featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. That's the game name. Nothing else. Pikachu. Pikachu's Great Adventure. Um, but you can't play as Pikachu. And then, well, that even like, so one of the big things with uh, party games is you need a reason to keep doing them kind of thing. Yeah. And then you can transfer the Pokemon to Pokemon Home. Okay. Well, well, what you do is you just have a Dex even, and then it like yes. imports that. Or you import You can the have uh, items okay. that you purchase that you can get sent to your uh, Pokemon Home. Well, items aren't in Pokemon Home, just Pokemon. Well, Pokemon I, I Home. mean, just like you can buy like, ah, this you can get a Pikachu statue. This will let you import a Pikachu into Pokemon mm. Home. So you still have something in the original game that you can look at. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be really cool. Uh, I, I don't know. You could do it even like the same way like they did Pokemon Stadium uh, 2. Mm. Pokemon Stadium 2 specifically, where there's like two two Pokemon you can get, honestly, from Pokemon Stadium 2. Pokemon Stadium 1 is way cooler, but uh, in terms of prize Pokemon. But Pokemon Stadium 2, there's like a Gligar with Earthquake. You just give it like a Pokemon with a move that it can't usually learn or something. Uh, it was like Gligar with Earthquake and something else. I forget what it was exactly. But uh, I only know this because I was looking into Pokemon Stadium 1 for my uh, for my Gen 1 Living Dex project. Hmm. And Pokemon Stadium 2 was just like, I was just like, oh, Pokemon Stadium 1 has so many cool Pokemon. I wonder if Pokemon Stadium 2 did the same thing. And Pokemon Stadium 2 did not. Uh <laughs> They're just like, why would you give out? Free, why would we give out free Pokemon? Oh, it was a Gligar with Earthquake, and it was Baton Pass Farfetched. Those are the things you could get from uh, Pokemon so Stadium Two. So broken. Yeah, uh, back in the day, did Gligar yeah. get it though? Uh, Gligar like, did not Gligar get, get it. Gligar, now? he does now, but he didn't get Earthquake back then. There was no other way mm. to get Earthquake on Gligar except through Pokemon Stadium Two. Wow. Yeah, isn't that dumb? 
But yeah, that is uh, that is everything, I think. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys have more ideas for Pikachu's Great Adventure Pokemon Master Trainer Party? With Sonic and Knuckles featuring Sonic Dante Knuckles from the thing? Devil May Cry series. DLC for places like uh, Coliseum. Oh, yeah. Shadow Lugia. DLC for or- I'm about to like you be get like... Or? I'm going to say something like stupid because... Uh, I'm, I'm uh-huh. talking about this fictional game that we'll never get, but like, and that Pokemon will never recognize, but Pokemon just doesn't recognize or whatsoever anymore. And it is one of the most frustrating things to me in the entire world. Well, because I don't they recognize should. the state of Arizona. So, I mean, I mean, that's why they don't I, recognize I barely... or, uh, so, cause Arizona's in at war. <laughs> I, don't, I wish, I wish they would just recognize those games existed. Cause I feel like they don't want to for whatever reason. Because they were games that weren't made by them, they were edgy, and they don't know what to do with it. They weren't made by Game Freak, and the premise of those games is very, very good compared to typical Pokemon story. And it's one of those things that I think Pokemon could do more of, is stuff like that. Where they could just be like, hey, we have a spinoff game with no new Pokemon in it, but it's got a cool story. And try to like lean on the story element in Pokemon for once. Which I know is like an absurd concept. <laughs> like, half is a joke. But it, it's like... Uh, it would be interesting to see them do that because like they've got a really good cast of Pokemon characters and honestly to be fair I do think Legends Arceus is going to be very story based compared to previous Pokemon titles but it would Mm -hmm. be really cool to see something like Ore come back where it's just like yeah we're just go catch the shadow Pokemon at least give us virtual console Ore please (laughs) (laughs) you know uh, we'll get that as soon as we get Mother 3 Uh, yeah virtual console Ore is never coming Uh, I wish it would Honestly, just GameCube games are coming. GameCube's, like, really hard to emulate. I would love that. But, yeah, uh, Pokemon Pikachu's Party with Sonic and Knuckles and Dante from the Devil May Cry coming to theaters near you. Yeah, you can only buy it from an AMC, not even from GameStop. It has to be AMC. They're dying, okay? They need all the help (laughs) they can get. Yikes. Uh, But, yeah, I I think this is a good place to end it. We came up with a good game today. (laughs) Heck, yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we are going to uh, kick it on over to Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you guys on the flip flop. Pokemon the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. The Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 876. Indeedy, the emotion Pokemon. It's a Pokemon shield entry for the male form reads... Through its horns, it can pick up the emotions of creatures around it. Positive emotions are the source of its strength. Uh, Indeedy is a Pokemon. I didn't actually look at his stats because that's not what today's episode is about. But <laughs> uh, male, male Indeedy, which is the one we're talking about today, has a base HP of 60, which is lower than the female version. Um, its attack stat, though, is higher at 65. Its defense stat is 55. Uh, that is important, actually. Uh, its special attack is 105. Both attack stats are higher uh, than the female version. Um, yep. Special defense of 95 and a speed of 95. Both fast, uh, faster and a little bit less defensive than the female variant. But it is uh, more offensively capable. And uh, yeah, it, it, it gets access to a lot of moves. But the only one we care about today is Metronome. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're giving you guys a team for the... Uh... The uh, lucky battle thing. The lucky battle thing. I'm going to sign up for it, and I'm going to use this team. Um, I've yes, decided. please do. I've decided. I'm going to do it. I'm going to stream it. It's going to be a good time. I streamed the Little Cup one. I was literally, I for a little while in that tournament, I think I was something like top 10 in the Little Cup one because nobody was playing. Uh, and of those people who were playing, not a lot of them were good. They tried to make Squibbit work, and I don't know what happened there. Stop trying to make Squibbit work. 
No, it was it's true. Not work. It was just like it was, it was just like stop making trying to make Squibbit work. Grookey just smacks it in the face with a rock, uh, grassy slide and Oko's it every time. All right. So, on um, before we get forget Little Cup though, we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about this fe- this male and DD team uh for this metronome battle. The move sets are really hard, so keep keep up, keep track. Take yeah, try and keep it's, up. A, it's a really intricate team. Uh, I think I'll I'll start us off with what passes for strategy on uh, this team. Uh, with our Pokemon of the episode, it's using a choice scarf because you can only select one move anyway. Uh, yes. Its ability is Psychic Surge. Uh, it's got four attack, 252 special attack, and 252 speed. You're probably wondering why a Pokemon with uh, 65 attack, yeah, we're using that in a thing where you can't even control it is, but just don't roll net, just uh, don't Roll physical moves. I don't know why that's hard. Just, just, just don't roll physical moves. We should do the stat- statistics on what the what the uh, physical special split. No, I don't want to. That's more effort than I think we want to put in. <laughs> that's more effort than most of the people that are going to be in this competition are going to put in. I do agree. With <laughs> no, they're going to uh, Google it and then watch like a ten minute video where Austin John plays, answers it at the end, and then shills for his Patreon or something. Ooh, I could do that. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then then we have uh, its partner here, uh, Slurpuff with the ability Unburden holding a Psychic Seed uh, with two f- 228 attack, 228 special attack, and 252 speed. He meant 128 on those, not 228. No, cheat. That's like 700 EVs. Yeah, cheat. Uh, you won't get caught. <laughs> uh, no, well, 128s on both of those. And then a Hasty Nature. Uh, you're using Metronome. Because uh, I don't know if you've caught on, but that's that's the that's the point of the game here. Seth, why don't yeah. you tell us about some other cool colored Pokemon? Well, since we've highlighted the intrinsic strategy of the team of activating Unburden with Slurpuff with Psychic Terrain, I'm going to highlight a very, very bad thing to do and something that you have to keep in mind before you send this Pokemon out. Uh, don't have Psychic Terrain up when you send out Grimmsnarl. <laughs> holding leftovers the ability is prankster that's why you don't want psychic terrain up because it'll block it evs are 4 hp max attack max special attack with a brave nature and obviously the move is metronome them's the rules because metronome targets you Mm, if i looked it up real quick while we were in between segments metronome is the prankster boosted moves are blocked by psychic terrain so make sure that's down before you send out grimsnarl or if you, for some reason, don't want to use the one piece of actual strategy. Yeah, because Prankster Metronome is potential meme gold. So that's that. The other meme time. gold, we've got the another fairy for the team. We've got Clefable holding a life orb with the ability Magic Guard, which blocks life orb damage. EVs are max HP, 128 attack, 128 special attack with a quiet nature because who cares about speed? And of course, the move is Metronome. Uh Little Fable's gimmick is that it has life orb boosted attacks without the life orb damage. Yay. And if they get some form of recurrent damage, which they might, it's metronome, it doesn't matter. And if you select double edge by chance, uh, you don't take damage. Haha. No, you still take recoil, I thought. I don't know if you do. I don't remember. I don't remember if you do. No. There aren't many physically attacking Magic Guard users. I used to run Belly Drum Life Orb Clefable in Gen 4, and I feel like I used Double Edge because it blocked it, but I could be wrong here. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so the last two Pokemon, I think, are just solid for this meta. Um, the first one's Dusclops. With Eviolite, it's got Pressure. 
Uh, 4 HP, 252 defense, 252 special defense. I don't care if it's inefficient, Seth. Sassy nature uh, with uh, metronome, because that's all we can have. But it should uh, just allow him to live for a very long time. <laughs> and more importantly, pressure stall other people. Yeah, you can pressure stall. And I think that's important for this meta specifically, because um, it, if you go into those tournament, these tournaments, like there aren't a lot of people who are uber competitive about it. And a lot of them won't have like the PP up metronomes. <laughs> So it's just 10, so that's five turns and they're out of metronomes. <laughs> Even if they do do it, it's still eight turns and then they're out of metronomes. And so you're that's a ghost bad. type, so that just invalidates two entire types of moves they could pull. Exactly. Um, and then on top of that, you've got, uh, following that up, you've got Gengar, another ghost type, <laughs> with Black Sludge, ability Curse Body, with 252 Special Attack, 252 Speed, um, also Hasty Nature with Metronome. And that's just because... Uh, if you get hit and he can use Curse Body and disable Metrono. <laughs> Which, for the audience, we looked up between segments again, and unless Metronome calls a multi-turn move like Solar Beam, yes. Cursed Body does disable the Metronome. Yes. It is uh, very fun. So you could just go ahead and disable Metronome and force your opponent to struggle. It's absolutely, uh, it sounds like a fun time. I'm sure we're not the only people running these Pokemon because, or anybody else would be, only because there are like no other Pokemon in this meta. There's a very small pool of Yeah, Pokemon. this pool is very small. Spent a whole lot of time prepping this one. Yeah, a whole see. 10 minutes, I think. And maybe, we actually have it timed. We have it down. <laughs> That's true. Uh, there, there were 12 minutes in between segments, so <laughs> you tell me what we did. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a good time. I don't know. I, I like joining in these little stupid tournaments, but um, it definitely was small in the tiny tournament last time. So uh, I I encourage more people to play. Bring a Polyrath. Who knows? Polyrath actually has decentish stats, so I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I think it could work. So yeah, just bring whatever you think is fun. Do it. Have fun with it. Play Pokemon. Um, this is gonna be stupid, and I'm gonna stream it, and we can all have it be stupid together. Heck yeah! It'll be a good time. But yeah, if you want the team, it'll be on the Discord server. We aren't giving anything away for it because we just did advent calendar for all the patrons. So definitely uh, don't worry about that. Uh, on that note, though, I guess we'll kick it on over to uh, the mailbag where we're going to read some emails. It's mail time! Sending your emails! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where we read your emails on the show. Send them into pucklepodcast at gmail.com and we will go ahead and read them more than likely. Uh, so especially if there's paragraph breaks. But as always, this segment is brought to you by the energy drink Green Toro. It's the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. It's, I'm alone. Hooves. And this is the last badge of the year and then it resets. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, and then it resets. You get this badge for a solid. When is this? Twenty a week. It's like four a week. days. Four, yeah, days. four <laughs> or five days. Yeah. Uh, you could have it for four days. It'll be great. It's gonna be a good time. But if you send them in this week, you'll get them for like fifty-two whole weeks. Exactly. That's what you should do. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go ahead and jump right on into these emails. Our first one is gonna be from Tia. Oh, that is me. that is you. That is you. Yeah. You call dibs. Uh, 
Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. This is the last mailbag of the year, I think, I hope. And I am I'm looking forward to what Puck will do in 2022. This is a week late, but there were rumors of disturbing messages found in second-hand copies of Pokemon Yellow in Japan. No one knows who wrote them. What? I do not know what this is about whatsoever. <laughs> I have heard nothing about this. <laughs> Q Lavender Town theme music. I'm gonna. And then, and then I'm I was a, like, I'm okay, look into did I forget the mailbag thing? And then it goes, anyways, on to the topic. What? I wish okay. there was more elaboration on these Pokemon Yellow things. Just a threat. <laughs> this, this is why I had to read this email. I'm grateful that Cyndaquil is representing the fire type in Hisui and not Charmander. Good nostalgia does exist in Pokemon, especially in the anime where we see progress of Ash's companions. Ash and Iris are both champions, Paul and other rivals might make a red turn, and Gary Oak is helping his grandfather retire early. It acts as fan service, but also shows the anime characters are growing and improving, like Ash is. I thought of instead of doing obvious ancestors, like Hisui characters could have the themes of their relatives, but with more traditional instruments. Oh, like mu- music. Um, yeah. I wonder if Legends Arceus will have a sort of space-time paradox that allows Don slash Lucas's ancestors to meet the present themselves and battle together. Kind of like what so many franchises are doing now, especially DC and Marvel. If we're going that far with the characters, then might as well go all the way. I hope your holidays go well and you all experience warmth with your family, Tia. I like it. So a, a lot of the, the they have a lot of ancestors, but it, I'm interested in a lot of the characters that don't like the Diamond and Pearl guys. The What do you mean the Diamond and Pearl guys don't have characters? The Diamond and Pearl clans. What are you like, talking their about? Their heads. People are like, "Oh, they look like May," or they're not. They're just kind of. It's May slash Serena, one thousand percent. It's vague. They do it on purpose, though, because they're trying to like hit nostalgia. And then the other one just looks like Riley. He does not look like Riley. He looks like freaking. He looks like Rengoku from Demon Slayer more than any Pokemon. He character. looks like Riley. <laughs> no. I think they will be like they are ancestors of this person. They will they will definitely ham fist it to us. There cuz like there's no way they're going to be like, "Oh, these guys aren't ancestors." Especially the one that looks just like May. Doesn't look just like May. You're just thinking anime girl. Looks like I think you're just girl. projecting like all of these have to be. So you find the thing that's the closest to the design. I do not think that. I I think I think no. uh Adaman uh which is obviously the best name. Because <laughs> names are hard, okay? Names are hard, guys. That's what I heard from TPCI, at least. Names are hard. <laughs> Adaman is the harder one, but I the other the the girl is definitely like they're j- like that's one hundred percent Mayor Serena. No, I look at Adaman, and the only thing I can think of is wow, that's a really poor edit from that Demon Slayer movie everyone really liked. He's edgy Ren Goku. <laughs> he also has an identical headcock to Cyrus. Unfortunately, we have Silene already. No, no, that's but no. no. Okay, that is nothing. By yeah. that logic, every character uh, yes. Takeuchi ever drew is just a copy of Cyrus. There's 15 yes. other characters that have that 15 degree head cock. Don't even. <laughs> I'm going with it, Seth. I'm They're all with Cyrus. <laughs> They're all oh, Cyrus. You heard it here first. Saber from Fate is a clone of Cyrus. Adaman and Silene are going to get it on and As have a baby know. Cyrus. <laughs> As we know, tendency to tilt one's head is a genealogically a passed down trait. trait. Yes. So, Cyrus, it's okay, not actually okay, like no, a, no, no, a decision no, 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 Cyrus no, no. is making. Cyrus's neck is permanently <laughs> bent slightly from no, a genetic defect. You can't, you can't make fun of me for that because let's look at Volkner and like Volkner's, Volkner's <laughs> uh, sitting. That's true. Guy, they're just like, they're just sitting and like they, they like, they put him in the identical pose. Okay. That's, he has the same haircut. That's, that's the true. thing though. 
haircut is also a genius. <laughs> it's fine. It's I'm just fine. thinking of Cyrus needing a neck brace. <laughs> but I think I uh, no, they definitely they're definitely ancestors of somebody. There's no way they're going to be like, no. yeah, only these two don't have kids. Actually, no, the I just think that ones. they've been putting they're all the of no one. And the other, there are other characters that, that don't have any, like some of the wardens and things. They do not have a What clear, do you mean like, some of the wardens? All of the wardens they've revealed? Specifically have, Iskan. Like, they, he will have... The Basculation man. Nothing. He will. 1, I'm convinced Adamant's gonna give you armored evolution. <laughs> Thanks, Seth. You're welcome. I'm just as logical as you. No, it's gonna happen. No, no, this is more logical than armored evolution. Don't fight me, fight Please. you, okay? How, how are they, they going to reveal it? I'm thinking my great-grandchild should be named. Well, he also looks a lot like the gym leader from Gen 5, the water one. He's brown Gen 5 with didn't blue exist. hair, I guess. Yeah. Marlin, that was his name. As everyone knows, uh, we can't, no, can't say that, okay. Yep. Uh, all right, next email. Next email. <laughs> Seth, you got this I one. I think that's no. me. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's you. Yep. This one's Trainer Zachary, and here goes nothing. Ahem. Hey to you, Puckle Crew. Trainer Zachary here to provide my personal take on nostalgia. I do not believe that Pokemon is relying too heavily on Ghosts of Pikachu past. Brands capitalizing on nostalgia nostalgia often falter by making this entire the entire product. The Nintendo at SNES, SNES, how do you say that? Whatever. The SNES. Nintendo SNES Mini was specifically tied to memories of yesteryear. It had a grape hype train that quickly fizzled out. They weren't aiming for something sustainable, so they were able to lean heavily on past emotion rather than new content. Pokemon seems to have found a balance that works and reinforces my faith that it isn't going anywhere anytime soon. No matter how many hats are added on Pikachu, Pokemon has consistently made decent innovations like the Battle Tower, Wild Area, Megas, in some areas while shooting itself in the foot in others, like the Battle Royale and removing, removing those Megas. These innovations often have special nostalgic callbacks in the case of special Z-moves or special Megas, but they are not the rock that all innovation is centered around. Speaking of the rock, this proves my main point. The movies are minor variations around various action themes, yet all of them feature the rock looking exactly the same. I've attached an image, and as a matter of fact, it is the rock in all the images. (laughs) It Um, is the rock in all of the images. It is, in fact... It is, in fact, The Rock, Dwayne, Maui Johnson in all of them. Uh, these are three it different is. movies that he sent pictures of. They are not the same movie. They are three different movies, but he looks the same. His career is not slowing down anytime soon. <laughs> Why would it? He's, like, producing most of the movies. Why Jungle Cruise he produced. That's true. He produced it. He's giving himself his own jobs. Like, <laughs> Heck yeah. He's The I Rock. Why would he ever and slow he down? I, all of them. You, you know, I, I think I, I've never been sad about a celebrity death. But I think I'd be sad about the rocks. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying he's a national treasure. We should guard him. <laughs> I thought National Treasure was the movie with Nicolas Cage. No, that was The Rock acting as no. Nicolas Cage, acting as. <laughs> I like how none of us can can name the guy from National Treasure. Uh, His uh, name's Ben. Nash- ben okay. Solo. Is it Ben? It's Ben something. I forget what the last name is. Ben- it's something. That, it's something like stupid, like very American. Ben J. Min Franklin. No, but his name was Ben. Yeah. His name was Ben. <laughs> Anywho, wrapping yes. this one up. None of us see Gen 1 going anywhere until Wayla Volcano freezes over, so it might be, so maybe it's time we accept that it's the rock the franchise is built around. Let's oh. hope the new mainline oh. games continue to use these as support rocks rather than cornerstones. Three pictures of the rock. Until next time, Trainer Zachary. Yeah. I like how you mentioned that they were there and then still included it when you were reading <laughs> 
I had to tell people where it was in the email. Yes. Yeah, very important. Very relevant. It is mm-hmm. relevant. All right. Our next email and our last one for this year is going to be ah. from the Purple Knight. Hey there, Thatch, Linian, and Seth. Jumping right into the question, I think that there is constantly changing balance between old and new that shifts in equality with every generation. This is especially true since Gen 5, which I think was mentioned on the last on the show last episode as evident of all of the Charizard and Gen 1 love in the past few gens. Now, as a Charizard lover and one whose first game was yellow, I don't have an issue with either of those things. What I do have an issue with is TPCI's apparent lack of faith in their new material. This isn't to say that they should do another soft reboot like Black and White and cut everything they created prior to new games. I feel that seeing how the old interacts with the new is part of the appeal of the Pokemon world. One example being Dwebble being the natural enemy of Roganrola and Rolicoli, occasionally living in Hippowdon's ports as well. Uh, but it consistently creating new forms of old for older Pokemon, especially specific ones over and over again, makes me wish that TPCI had more faith in their new without having to rely on nostalgia to sell their games. With that, I'll leave you to y'all to it. I'll catch you in the Discord. Your Squire, Purple Knight. That's a good point, by the way. I don't know that Charizard needs another form in Gen 9. <laughs> please, no. No, please. Please, please stop. No. Please or stop. another you card have a problem. in another year. No more you cards. You have a problem. Oh, that's so true, though. Like, I don't know. Although, like, G-Max Charizard was, like, dumb, in my opinion, to, like, create from a concept point of view. Other than to be like, look, Charizard got a new thing, too. I will yeah. say that the alt art for Charizard V-Star is a Venusaur strangling it, so I'm kind yes! of feel, Wait, I feel really what? good about that. Yeah, look it up. I'm the v excited. is just a Charizard facing a Venusaur, but the V-Star is it being strangled by said Venusaur. That's so exciting. I, I feel that Venusaur in my soul. I really do hope that they don't decide... Like, what made what I think made the G-Max Charizard thing worse was that G-Max Blastoise and G-Max Venusaur didn't come out until later. Right? Yeah. So, that, like, I think that made it worse. Like, I, I, I think it would have been a much easier pill to swallow if all three of them happened at once. And if Leon didn't have a Charizard, like, what? Yeah, no, he was legitimately yeah, that was weird. <laughs> he's legitimately, I think, the first champion to have their ace not be from the region. Right? I no, I think well, he is because if you uh, Lance, uh, Diantha, uh, technically Lan- Diantha as well. Uh, no, Diantha. Well, I guess, sort of. but she's like Mega Evolution. Yeah, that's kind of an asterisk. Yeah, but that's that's the same as Gigantamax. I it was something introduced that gave so. an old Pokemon a new form. I guess so. Yeah. Diantha, as well as um, I also don't know if I, I count Lance to begin with. To be fair, because Lan- Lance he was, is he was like, the champion. He's weird. So he beat him. Did he have a Kingdra? <laughs> he's a cheater and has illegal moves. Not wasn't his ace. His ace was a Dragonite. Did he have any Gen Eight Pokemon, Leon? Yeah, Dragapult. A bunch. Dur- no, yeah, Duraludon. Yeah, he had Dragapult. Dragapult. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to remember Leon's team. It's Aegislash and Charizard come to mind. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, those are the ones that come to mind, but you are correct about the, uh, you are correct. Yeah, he had, I know he had, uh, Dragapult. I know he had at least, uh, he had the other starter. Uh, he did have the third starter, that is true, yes. He had the third starter, and I think, and that's it, because his other Pokemon, I looked it up, are Haxorus and Rhyperior. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, actually, it depends on the types. Uh, so, if you chose, uh, if you, if, if he has Inteleon, he also has Mr. Rhyme. If he has Inteleon, he has Mr. Rhyme. If he has Rillaboom, he has Rhyperior. He has Rhyperior, and if he has uh, Cinderace, he has Seismitoad. <laughs> what? Yeah, so he the most he can ever have is a 50% team. He just has a he has a Pokemon that's just weak to the starter. That's fine. That's fine. It's fine. 
It's fine, guys. Don't worry. It's fine. Uh, the team is very confusing to me. The team is very confusing. It's okay. Good for you, Leon. Oh, well. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I just hope they don't do it in Gen 9. I hope they're, I hope they're better about it. But they will. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Gen 7 didn't have like too much of the nostalgia trip, unless you really want to count like the regionals. But those also had so much of their own identity. I count the regionals. Like some people are like, it's Gen 1 shilling. I'm like, I guess. But... I can't be mad when they highlighted Rattata. Yeah. And Sandshrew, you know? I can't be mad that they highlighted them. I can because it's only Gen 1. Literally only Gen yeah. 1. And that's what makes me upset. I kind of understand them doing it because it's playing it somewhat safe. I think they're going in the right direction now with what they did in yeah, Gen 8 regionals. only half of them from Gen 1. Yeah. I mean, it's a step in the right direction. It's a good trajectory. The Gigantamax, one Gigantamax that isn't Gen 1 or 8. Yeah, that it's was garbage. weird. I did not like that. So, I mean, it's not a trend that's gone away. I mean, I know two points not don't yet. really make a trend. Not yet. But yeah, we, we're not saying it's going away. We're just saying that some things it, are getting we're not better. Convinced it's not. You know, I have no doubt we'll be. We got a Stantler evolution. Okay. I have no expectation. I won't be disappointed, but I can. Yes. I, I can. That's hope. the right thought. So if you want to email us next week, please do. Um, we're going to have two mailbag questions. One is, what kind of spinoff game would you make? Two, what Pokemon New Year's resolutions are you doing? Because I guess it's the New Year's episode, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, do get those in early because I don't know exactly when we're recording next week. I really have no preference. Uh, and I think it's just me and Seth, actually, that week. Oh, no, we As said Thursday, now, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Thursday. Boom. Uh, so get them in by Thursday. Uh, other than that, uh, email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and send in your uh, emails there. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, PuckleDiscord.com. Come and hang out with us on the Discord. You can also go ahead and follow us over on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram. Uh, you can go ahead and watch us over at YouTube, YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast, and watch us stream on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash ThePucklePodcast. If you want to support the show, best way to do so is just to go to Patreon at Patreon.com slash PucklePodcast. Get a bunch of goodies. Uh, we're going to be back to like one Pokemon a week for the patrons, and uh, that that's what we're at. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's also going to be some other things coming up for patrons, so keep an eye out for that as well. Uh, other than that, though, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Seth Vila. I've been Linian. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Side.